Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back to talk about the next barrier and roadblock to soul evolution. And this one is invincible irritability. When you think about irritability, we sometimes can visually see people getting irritated, irate, annoyed, frustrated at us. And so it does have a rippling effect in terms of making us feel a certain way or want to back away. We don't want to create in harmony. And so we try to calm the situation down when we can visibly see a person being irritated. But what happens with invisible irritability? Invisible irritability. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, this kind of internal what happens to us, this internal invisible that people don't see, but we may experience when it relates to irritability. But let's first talk about this whole notion of irritability. And it usually can begin with or happen really easily because of our certain expectations we have in a situation or certain things we want to garner from the experience that we found ourselves in. And when we don't see that those expectations or the experience was what we had thought it would be, then it can result in disappointment. And that disappointment, it may show up as being annoyed or being irritated. In other words, we are, we are reacting subtly or strongly to a person or situation, event that uh, moves us maybe to, in fact, overreacting uh, in the situation. And when that's happening, and we're becoming easily annoyed or excited or upset by some minor inconvenience that we're experiencing or, or the situation that has created for us. When we have these different qualities of being irritable about it, what happens again to our soul? But first, before talking about what happens to our soul, I want to talk a little bit too about the invisibility aspect of creating this irritability. And the first is, if it's happening a lot and frequently, we can have this low-grade fatigue. And that means we're getting irritable more often to things that we think are silly or could be done differently or better, or that we feel that the person is continuously making the same mistakes or errors around, like saying your name wrong, or continuously doing something like going to the front of the line to to eat when you know that you need to wait and let the elder and the family eat first. We can get this irritability every time that we see something is happening. 
And when we're moving in that direction, feeling more irritable, we see it externally, as I said earlier, but we may not notice it, what's happening internally for us. And that's where it becomes invisible. So we can overtly see behavior, so we can see facial expressions, we can see people's behaviors and how they're being expressed. But when it becomes invisible, which is a piece that I want to talk more about, what happens into our internal world, our internal castle? What happens to our inner self when we're having irritability take place? And I was thinking about this, and there's different types of irritability that can be that can go on that other people may not be aware of or see, but we notice and we experience it internally within ourselves. And the first one is ruffled edges. So people know and see that we may be somewhat irritable or annoyed about something, you know, and they know that through nonverbal things such as rolling our eyes or tapping our foot or more verbally by sighing that there's something going on here. But that's all they know, and they don't know maybe the degree or the extent of our irritability with a particular person or the circumstances that we uh, find ourselves in. In, in this ruffled edges that happens, the other component of the subterranean level is this internal dialoguing that takes place within us. And it may be with that particular event on what we should have said differently or we should have done differently or should, should have had, um, been able to navigate in a different way, which may impact our self-esteem, our confidence, our status that we have for ourselves or others we perceive have about us. So we become this internal irritability of this dialogue taking place about what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? You know, what should I need to say? How can I maneuver through this situation? And it may be, for example, the person at work or a situation in which you're feeling a friend showing up late to an important meeting that you had arranged and in that meeting, it made you look bad because they didn't show up on time, 30 minutes late, which means that you may be perceived, too, as being unreliable. Other ways this may come out is this kind of ruffled edges and this internal dialogue that's taken place. Is this that others will see something that is bothering you. They see something that is bothersome to you. And it's like ripples on a lake. So they see this or something, but they don't know the depth of the issue that's going on with you and not being aware that there may be a significant ruminating process that's taken place that is now submerged and gone unseen to them, but very much wrapped up in your mind and your thinking and in your feelings about things. And so you're... You're having to think about, does this internal ruffling that takes place or ruminating, does it have an impact on your soul? And with this ruminating about the past, for example, of a boss that you had who spoke to you in a very disrespectful manner, you now are ruminating about that and how it made you feel and you know what it means for you and it was seen in public or done in public so you're now just toying and kind of like a revolving record you're having it go on and on and on those old final records you know that you know continues to go on and skip if it's scratched 
And so you've got a scratch that is now impacting you and how you're thinking about the situation and the boss. Or it could be with a promotion, you know, that you thought you were going to receive, but you didn't receive the promotion. And so that's a ruminating process that's going on why you didn't receive it, you know, what you said something negative about you, what happened in the meeting in which there was the deliberation going on about whether you're going to get the promotion or not. And it creates a lot of emotional reactiveness and irritability that takes place that others may not see because you may be more stoic, but it's to take place internally within you. And we can sometimes ruminate about the future. And about how to have a difficult conversation with your spouse or partner and how it will turn out and not sure how it's going to turn out. And so you start ruminating about all the possibilities and what could go wrong and uh, what would happen and what would be their response to things. And so this repetitive thinking that takes place for you um, is the ruminating process that's creating ripples and waves internally within you, we sometimes don't even think about what impact this is having on your soul. And the more that you're ruminating and this rippling internally internally happening for you, uh, it also can create negative thoughts. And you're focused on the problem. And that starts to spiraling out of control about the person who you have some negative feelings about and why you do and how you're justified and those feelings um, that you're having. And it can lead you to feeling stuck. This is what happens with rumination. We can move to the point of feeling stuck, that we get in this negative loop and there's no closure you know, to this particular thing or object or person that you're ruminating. Again, it's beneath the surface. It's happening that others don't see and it's invisible, but it does have an impact in our internal world. And we need to give more thought to that impact on our soul. And then the last one I want to talk about in this invisible um, irritability is what I kind of labeled as regretful remorse. And this regretful remorse, it's like we're swimming around in the subterranean levels that are within us of being regretful about how a situation happened or how we behaved in the situation or in our interaction with someone or what we said. It may even be kind of like how we may be showing up in social settings. And with this or reacting is something not seen by others. As I said, all this is not seen by others. That's the invisible piece, but it is creating some degrees of irritability within us. And so this one I'm talking about is related to regretful remorse. And the regretting is how we behaved in a particular situation. What you said and how um, you showed up in, in your interactions with uh, a loved one or colleague or finding that you overreacted to a family member. So the regret is wishing that you had made a different choice. You used different words or behaved in a different way. And that's creating that irritability and that frustration and that sense that, oh my God, I wish I did that differently or I said that differently. 
Now, the remorse piece of this is feeling sorry for hurting someone with what you said. It's feeling sorry for hurting someone with what you said or sometimes didn't say that you're now reflecting on and thinking about and turning around in your internal world and your mind and your thoughts about this. You can think of regretful remorse in this particular way. Regret is about your decision. Remorse is about the impact on others. And in this invisible internal world where irritability has taken place at subterranean levels, be it with this ruffled edges or this internal dialogue or this regretful remorse, it creates an atmosphere of inharmony, dissension, friction, even dissonance, and specifically to the soul. And remember, I've been keep on asking you, so what impact does this have on the soul? Our invisible irritability can be like red dye that you're cast into clear water. It colors everything at the expense of your soul that thrives on calm emotions. Your soul thrives on calm emotions, working on mastering one's emotions or feelings about certain things and quickly sorting through what is creating the irritability in your inner world which may have some external factors that's creating this internal turbulence that's taking place, which most of the time you may know a little bit about, not always all about. And that's when you have to question yourself. Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? What do I have control over? What do I not have control over? Experiences. Our soul wants us to learn from our experiences that we do have and not harbor ill will or discord or friction in any form of irritability at all. It wants harmony. It wants peace internally to continue to grow and wishes to use each experience that we do have as an opportunity to continue to grow and to make wiser choices about what we allow to enter into our world and what we keep out of abeyance that we do not. Now there's one thing that you can do for greater inner peace and move past the irritability that takes place that's internally operating within you, which is the superpower of peace. And I've talked about this in a couple episodes ago about utilizing peace. But in this particular case, peace is a vital component to the soul's progress and vanquishing irritability. Where there is peace, there is greater opportunity for clarity and attunement to your God source, your I am presence, the Atman, Jesus, Buddha, whatever that higher power or that higher source is, to gain direction about what maybe needs to be done in the particular situation that you find yourself in that is creating the irritability. It can help you to resolve the irritability and give you gems or a greater awareness about what may be at the root of that irritability that's taking place within you. And so ultimately, the soul wants us to find ways to have greater mastery 
and also extinguish the irritability so it has an environment of peace. It wants us to learn the lesson that the irritability is creating for us so we grow and advance in our spiritual understanding and sometimes in forgiveness, sometimes in having an apology or making an apology when we need to that calms down our inner self when we know truly what we did was not helpful. It didn't bring a greater harmony and peace to those that are around you, nor to your own inner self. So when you think of peace, you can also think of the quality of illumination. And I think of peace and I think of illumination of Jesus Christ. And that that mind be in me that was in Christ Jesus. We can sometimes say to us to give it a greater creativity of how we need to navigate through the particular situation that we find ourselves in. And also, we can say, when we're dealing with these particular irritable types of situations, in the name of Jesus Christ, peace, be still. Peace, be still. We can ask for our emotional nature, which is being stimulated by this irritability, to be still. We're the commander of our ship. We have to be able to say, "Mm mm-mm. And when you're thinking about peace, be still, you're thinking about this Great ball of yellow. I think of illumination. I think of yellow. And you're asking it to move into those ears and cracks and crevices within you that is creating this irritability so that you can be able to breathe in, breathe out, let go, let God. Breathe in, breathe out, let go, let God. Breathe in, breathe out, let go, let God. You're breathing out the irritability, you're breathing in the harmony and peace, and you're letting go and let God guide you in terms of what you need to do with the particular situation, person, circumstance that you may find yourself in. So you're trying to create a greater measure of calmness, of patience with yourself, uh, and being willing to share and communicate how you're feeling. Apologize when you need to apologize. Forgive when you need to forgive. But forgiving ultimately helps you because it's letting go of some things that you don't want to harbor. You don't want to create this internal world of irritability and frustration and annoyances that only create static between you and your soul and your soul's promptings that wants to help you navigate the situation that you find yourself in. We have to be able to say when we're finding ourselves getting irritable about situations, you know, with a partner or at work, what's happening that we don't think it's right or in our own expectations that we may have about things. We have to really say, not here, not now. That I'm not going to get irritable. Not here, not now. I will think about what is the next best thing that I need to do to handle the situation. And as if you are no longer wanting to ruminate this red dye that has been put into the clear water, which is the water of your soul. And you're not wanting to weigh down your soul through this red dye and seeing things through a different colored lens than the clear lens of, of what the soul wishes to see through. And so one of the things that you're trying to do is not distort the reality through irritability, but you acknowledge where you're at. 
You acknowledge the fact that this is just a barrier to my soul in the degree that I get irritable and then internally taking it in and becomes invisible to others, as I said, but is seen by you and that is seen by you that you need to gain some mastery around. Now, I'm not saying we're going to be able to do this right 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, there is, we're, we're living in the human condition. But what I am saying is we're trying to do better and better and better and having a greater degree of harmony so that we can be able to be in attunement with our soul promptings and also our I am presence, Atman, the God source of who we really are. And our soul is striving to move back to that sense of that alignment and attunement with the God presence, the divine self. To where there is inner peace and calmness, we're able to be able to hear, as I said, we're able to hear what we may need to do in a situation that we wouldn't hear otherwise because that red dye was cast. So we're not trying to put the red dye into the water. We're trying to keep the water clear. And that is through the process of peace of our inner self, examining what are the things that are creating the discord or dissension that within us, and then be willing to be able to resolve it by prayer, by meditation, by still time, which is staying tuned to light and love, and asking God to show you your next best step that you need to take in the situation and be quiet enough to listen, to listen to yourself as you calm your inner self down and increase the attunement with your soul and ask your soul questions about the situation of what you need to do. Different types of answers come in different formats and different packages and different people that show up to give us another piece of the puzzle that could be of help to us as we're on our soul evolution and being able to gain greater and greater degrees of mastery of the things that are showing up in our world. So remember to say to yourself in your inner world when you're feeling flustered or irritated, peace be still. In the name of Jesus Christ, peace be still. And then check in with your soul through that still time or through being meditative, having a meditative practice or, or praying about the situation so you can have a better sense of what do I need to do here and also move you away from this invisible irritability that helps neither you nor the people that are around you. Something to think about. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Master in Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.